What's up, everybody? It's Dan, Binder Boneyard, coming at you from the office desk of normalcy. Uh, this is going to be kind of a podcast that's all over the place, a um, lot going on. I'm sorry, did not bang out one for Saturday. I know you guys, on your weekends, you like those, those Saturday podcasts. I'm sorry I did not have one for you. Uh, I'll try for next weekend. Um, today, it is... Sunday. It is dark outside. It is your Monday. Hopefully you are having an enjoyable Monday. Uh, it is, would be, I guess, Martin Luther King Day. Uh, so some of you are off. If you work for the government, you are already off. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, self-employment means I work every day or I work no days. So, um, yeah, having forced days off is a is an interesting concept. But anyways, um, we have been busy around here. If you've been following the saga on the social medias, uh, I am moving. We are moving. The shop is moving. The bind, binder boneyard is moving. Um, we the property that we are in was sold. Uh, so that gives us no options but to move out <laughs> because the the new buyer does not want to rent the space to us. He wants to use this space for his own business. So um, so we got to go. So we made an offer on a property about ten miles down the road from us, and um, it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. I know ten miles doesn't sound that far, but. In Central Oregon, when you go 10 miles, you can be in the shit in no time, like out of cell phone service in 10 miles. So, um, yeah, it's out a place called uh, Crooked River Ranch, and it's like a gigantic community in the middle of nowhere. Um, but they have a uh, what would you call it? It's like a resort area there's a golf course and a swimming pool and a bunch of shit and there's a fucking arena rodeo arena and motorcycle track and all kinds of stuff like that well they also have a commercial area industrial area and um there was a piece of property down there it's an acre and a quarter it's got a 2200 square foot building on it uh it's currently a machine shop so it is wired for three phase and single phase which is amazing for me because um i talked the old dude into leaving behind a bridgeport knee mill i've always wanted one ever since i worked uh with lucas at uh bukai or granite motorsports i've always wanted a bridgeport of my own could never really afford one just never had the right deal whatever so um Yes, there's will be a bridge port now, so I can finally do cool shit like make holes the correct spacing <laughs> instead of doing it with a tape measure and a center punch and praying to God that you're close and the you know craftsman drill press and you know shit moves around and it's just not as accurate. So having a real live piece of machinery that is 
precision-based and can do repeatable things, power feed, all that stuff. Super stoked. Um, I have a South Bend lathe already, but it is wired for three-phase. I do not have three-phase in my shop. I was going to get a phase converter and wire all that in. I just kind of, I don't know. I wasn't super excited about it all, and, and I still need to get a tool post, tool holder, all that stuff, and I just kind of fell off on the on the lathe wagon but uh, moving into this place it will be ours uh, so there is no reason why um, I can't or I shouldn't get that stuff wired up I need a lathe it's been there's been several times where I wish I'd had you know something to turn out making tie rods and drag links and stuff from scratch like I do it I have a machinist friend that I run his lathe when I make my tie rod adapters and stuff. So um, to have the ability myself will be great. Um, super excited about that. And then um, having the mill, of course, that'll be so awesome too. Uh, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I think it's going to take our builds to the next level, um, having more capabilities in-house um, you know, we do farm out like, um, so we have our engines rebuilt out of house. They come from S and J or a Portland engine rebuilder does them for us. Uh, our transmissions get done. Um, automatics get done by a friend of mine who's been a 30 year Chrysler guy. Um, or our manuals get done by, uh, well, we buy them brand new. The NV 4500s come from high impact. But our, our other rebuilds get done by a company called Gearworks. They also do our transfer cases because, honestly, for what I charge to do this stuff, it's not worth my time. I can be making money doing international-specific work um, and then let this other gear shop do the, do the work for us. And, and I just drop it off and three days later pick it up. And that's, that helps get the jobs done faster. And I know some of you guys with your long-term projects here are rolling your eyes, but uh, it does, you know, when I don't have to rebuild a transfer case, I can be doing, you know, the spring over or the other work. And then when they call and it's done, I just go back, get it, slap it in. And I don't mark up, um, I don't mark it up. I just figure out, I know what they charge me to do it. And then I just tell the customer that's the same price. You know, I add a labor hour for driving back and forth to get it or whatever. But other than that, no, I don't. I don't mark up stuff. So um, anyway, so but I I farm out. You know, the machine work uh, just because I don't have the ability to do it. And I think having the opportunity now, having a mill and a lathe, I should be able to um, make some pretty cool stuff. Make some stuff that is is you know boneyard specific and give it our own kind of flair i think it'll be i think it'll be fun but also being in my own space um that i truly know is mine is i'll be able to make some do some things in the shop that uh, i've always wanted to do but i couldn't because i was always renting or i could but didn't want to just because i knew i was going to have to take it down at some point um so so I got some of those um, ideas planned, and so I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, part of the deal with the old dude, 
who's moving out of the cellar, the property, there are two Connex uh, shipping containers, 40-foot high cubes that he's leaving behind, uh, the bridge port that I got mixed in there, and then also a very large air compressor because the shop is already plumbed for air. It's got drops everywhere. Uh, it's all plumbed with PEX, uh, plastic piping. So, um, you know, super, super good air. It's really clean. Um, being a machine shop, you know, he needed it, needed it good. So there's an air dryer and a filter system and all that. Like I said, lots of drops everywhere. So it's, it's already plumbed with air. Air compressor is huge, twin, two-stage, like 100-gallon tank, um, just a monster. So I'm, I'm looking forward to putting that into use as well. Uh, one thing I'll need to do is more lighting. There's, there's not a lot for, you know, quote-unquote shop light, uh, but because all the machinery had lights on them, so you, whenever you were running a piece of equipment, you just turned that light on and you were good. So there wasn't a need for a big, bright overhead lights so i'm gonna have to do some lighting uh, and then go from there but there's the office uh has a bathroom in it with a shower the upstairs is small part storage but uh, has been turned into kind of a bedroom so um you know living on site is totally doable which i'm all about um but there is some improvements that need to happen outside to just land clearing for um storage of the vehicles, parts trucks. I'm going to be parting things out a little faster now. I'm hoping to hire somebody on this summer that's more or less um, a teardown guy so that my inventory can grow uh, online. Either, you know, um, what is it? I'm sorry, I'm so exhausted. Uh, eBay and the website. And we're going to try to really ramp up sales this year just really get stuff out the door. Um, so looking forward to that. If you guys have any suggestions about uh, updates I should do to the shop or like tips or tricks for setting up a building, um, you should let me know because I haven't really had this kind of opportunity before. I've always just I'm like a goldfish and I just kind of grew into the space that I had and worked around with what I had. So I'm not going to, I'm uh, this time around, I'll be able to do, I'll have more freedom and whatnot. So I've already been looking at um, pallet racking to put up on the inside for storage because the shop is considerably smaller than what I'm in now. Uh, so I'm thinking, you know, I want to pallet rack inside for storage, uh, turn one of the shipping containers into strictly, you know, eBay and what's our, what's for sale right now. Uh, maybe turn it into an office, put some windows in it, heater, some lights. Um, Jamie can work out of that when she's not in the office doing office-y things. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm, uh, I'm sure things are going to change over and over again as I start to, as I start to get jobs done and start to grow. Um, but that's what's uh, that's what's currently on the uh, occupying most of my mind. Um, just very busy um, trying to deal with all that, and then packing and moving. Also, we'll be having a lot of uh, sales and parts moving and rigs for sale cheap and whatnot. Trying to get rid of 
things because uh, there's just certain things I don't want to move. I've got a, a 59 travel all that uh, um, needs to go away. Uh, it's a three-door. It's been stripped pretty good, but I don't have a title for it, and it's got shitty glass. So it's going to get... Um, probably just chopped into pieces if i can't move it and i'm i mean like 200 bucks if somebody wants to give me 200 300 bucks for it it can go away but you know um it's just i don't want to move it to the new place got the 63 uh, 80 that's been all stripped down that needs to go away um you know just things like that gotta go because i don't want to move them um so Get a hold of me if you need anything, um, Binder Boneyard Podcast at Gmail or on the socials. Hit me up. Um, let me know if anybody's interested. Otherwise, we are packing and moving, and that's what Jamie does every day that she's in here. She's packing up the office, packing up storage stuff, so it's been a thing. Um, Josie is helping move too. I mean, if you saw on Instagram the other day, we hauled a load of stuff to my storage unit. I did get a storage unit in town for my personal stuff and whatnot. So, um, you know, we are moving and we are doing stuff. So that's what's going on here. Uh, hopefully you guys are patient and understanding and know, you know, what's going on and, and, um, we'll try to do our best to stay up on everything and, and make everybody happy. But you know, when you're busy, you're busy. So um, one thing I wanted to mention also, what was it? Oh, um, I've been seeing stuff floating around the interwebs about me and other people, not me personally, but, um, when me and other people give out advice and information on Facebook and whatnot, even old threads on um binder planet or pirate four by four or wherever i used to run around that stuff you know people are treating it like gospel and you know it's not always there's a lot of ways to do things um there's varying degrees of bullshittery and there's varying degrees of hack and, you know, it's up to you guys' discretion to uh, figure out, you know, what's what. When I tell people how I do things and the order that I do things in, that's me. And that's me personally, you know. I see guys um, on Facebook and stuff that are also considered quote-unquote professionals. And somebody will ask a question one of these professionals will chime in with their advice. And when the question asker doesn't take that person's advice, they get upset and kind of storm off. And, um, you know, I try not to be like that. I know I'm pretty set in my ways and I've had some of you guys ask me some questions in the past and I'm like this is how you do it and a lot of times though I'm the cut and dried this is how you do it are for mechanical stuff that you know um, (laughs) how you bolt stuff together Uh, a lot of times there's only one way it goes Uh, or 
you know, or some of the cut and dried stuff for me is like sheet metal repair. If somebody wants to form uh, quarter panels out of aluminum and then pop rivet them to the inner panel, um, you know what? That's fine if that's what you want to do. But if, if you message me and ask me that and I tell you you're an idiot, that's my opinion. And you know what? You can do it however you want. But I'm not going to get butt hurt. I'm not going to be upset. I'm not going to storm off and cry about it because you didn't take my advice. And uh, so just remember that when you see the professionals or the people that are supposed to be highly regarded. If they're storming off because you didn't take their advice, um, you know, it's, you know, I, I don't know what it is. But I'm just saying, you know, there's a lot of people out there with a lot of good ideas and you should definitely get a couple of opinions. Don't just take my word for it and, and run with it and, and consider it the best, you know. It just get some options, you know, and then you know, it's pretty uh, pretty easy to tell who's full of shit and who's not um, just based on the other people's responses and, and things like that. So uh, use your discretion. Get a couple of different um, opinions before you just assume something is what it is because sometimes it's not you know that there's one guy that is supposed to be a you know proclaimed proclaimed international expert but really he's just a very good chevy parts salesman so you know take it take the advice as a grain of salt um because it is you don't always know the whole story but anyway um what other thing did i want to talk about um, oh, working on a 64 pickup the last couple of days for my buddy Mark. He came out. Um, very rarely, rarely do I let outside people work in the shop um, just because of liability and and things like that. Uh, Mark and I have been friends for coming up on 20 years, so um, it's a little bit different of a circumstance. And this is his truck that he's paid for. He purchased from me. A few years ago, been slowly. We've got GM axles under it. It's got um, you know lift springs, power brakes, power steering, updated uh, some other things, and so it's just been we've been chipping at it, chipping away at it. And because of the move, and how close it is to being complete, um, he's come over to help put it, you know, help wrap it up. And and so we did a lot of stuff today. And I was reminded that I needed to take my own advice and I need to be better about making lists and checking things off as you do them. And that's my tip for you guys is with your big projects, chip away at your list. Uh, even if it's a huge list, that's or it's a vague list, I should say, where it just says like steering. Like, okay. That's an important thing to have on the list. And you might not get to steering right at the moment. But that doesn't mean you can't make a sub-category off of steering and have tie rod, drag link, steering box, steering linkage, steering wheel. You know, like that can all go down that list. And we got started in on marks after sitting for a little while. And it was like, oh, I don't have the radiator hoses. Oh, I forgot to get the fan belts. Oh, I forgot to check this. I didn't do that. And so I felt really terrible because he came over and 
I wasn't prepared. And part, you know, I'm not going to make excuses. I wasn't prepared. I've been dealing with this other stuff, and his shit slipped through the cracks, and I felt bad about it. Um, but it also reminded me of my own advice about making lists and getting things done. And um, so I'm going to try for this year, get back on track, be better about making lists, keeping track of what's getting done, doing that sort of stuff. And um, so you guys should too. Make your list, make your subcategories, check them off, make new lists, you know, itemize, clean them up, continue. And, you know, and if you have a list, then uh, it's easier to kind of hold yourself accountable because you can see it. If you walk by the scout and it's taped to the side of it, you're going to see it. You're going to, you know, want to do stuff on it, hopefully. Uh, and then also the daily list every day. If you're going to pick a weekend and you're going to work on it Saturday and Sunday, you tell your wife to pound sand, the kids are gone, the house is your cell, to yourself, you got the whole weekend to work on your scout or your truck. Make a Saturday list, you know, that's going to be six or seven things. And I always make the list about three things longer than what I think I can get through so that, one, I have options to um, jump around to if, like, I don't have a part or something breaks or something's missing. I can jump to another task. And I know that I will be busy the entire day. And then I make... So after the end of Saturday, I have a better idea of what Sunday is going to be. And so then I, again, make a new list for Sunday. And I carry over the things from the day before that didn't get done. And um, and then a new list of new to-dos for Sunday. So that's a good way to keep yourself accountable and to keep projects moving as well. And I need to do a better job about doing that also. So that's my, my new year, new me bullshit is just making lists and being better about it. So anyway, um, since it's Monday, I'm not going to keep you guys. can uh, get back to your, your Monday, case of the Mondays. Uh, so appreciate you for listening. Thank you for all the likes and shares and subscriptions. Uh, the Patreon support, you guys that are donating, you're super helpful. Um, these things... You know, I pay out of pocket to produce these things. So um, it's very, very helpful that you guys donate because that's where it goes. So um, thanks for the follows. Thanks for the likes. Everyone, thank you for listening. I love you very much. I will keep you updated on the shop progress. And uh, until next time, I'm Dan from the Binder Boneyard. Yard.